everyone, my name is Ingrid and welcome to another episode of the Broke Not Poor podcast. The podcast that will uh, take you along with my journey from being broke to being a financial success while it is happening. Um, today's episode, I want to talk to you about your bank account. Uh, because I hear a lot of people saying, well, my bank account speaks the truth, right? This is the money that I have and this is the money that I can spend. And I'm here to tell you that is not true. Uh, remember in one episode that I gave you uh, the assignment to put down all your income sources and all your expenses that you have. And then you have a bottom line number, right? Well, the problem is with expenses is that uh, they come in, uh, so some of them come in once a year. So when you look at your bank account and you say, well, I have uh, uh, 100 euros, I can go out and uh, have a drink or something like that. And then all of a sudden you get hit by a yearly expense bill or a, uh, God forbid, a, a tax bill, you know, of, of a large bill that you don't have on your bank account and that you did not save up uh, because you, you think the number in your bank account is the real number. Now, well, with uh, the example that I gave in the, in the overview of income versus expenses, I said, uh, well, if you have a yearly bill, then you need to divide it by 12 to give you an idea of what the monthly costs would be, right? Now, if you would do it really good, really good, then you estimate what that yearly amount would be. For instance, uh, the, your energy bill, right? Your electricity and your gas uh, bill, uh, gas in, uh, ter in terms of heating. Uh, and then you save that monthly amount every month to a, a separate ba bank account. That's one of the things that you can do. Save it to a separate bank account uh, until you get that yearly bill and then you, you pay that yearly bill from your savings account. That would be the, the, the right way to do it. Or otherwise, the, the easiest way to do it is just ask the company, your uh, energy company, well, hey, uh, I got a real, this is a really a large bill. I cannot pay this all at once. Can I pay it? in months you know so they give you a monthly uh, option to pay a bill like that now that would be a really good way but that also means that the number in your bank account is not the number what of the type of money that you have in case you're um, spreading your expenses it's, got, it's getting a little bit closer i do admit that but not all expenses can be spread out. Uh, let's talk about uh, maintenance of a car, for instance. You know, uh, you're yearly, you're um, obligated to yearly let your gar car get approved, that it's still uh, good enough to, to be on the road. At least that's the system in the Netherlands. So it's an mandatory um, car uh, repair thing that you need to go through. It's called the APK, um, never mind what it stands for. But it means that you yearly need to go to the garage and it, your car yearly needs to be approved that it's still valid enough to uh, drive on the road and not falling apart when you're turning a corner or something like that, right? But those costs are not uh, something that you can save up to. 
those costs are not known on forehand. Uh, if you take your wheels, for instance, for a car, um, it depends on how, how many times you uh, drive, how what kind of distances you drive, that the wear down of those tires, I'm talking about the tires, not the wheels itself, <laughs> uh, the wear down of those tires depends on how much you are on the road, right? Uh, so that cannot be de determined on forehand. So you don't know those type of expenses. So that also means that if you have 100 euros in one month on a bank account and you, and you think you're half rich, I know I get it. I really get it. You know, when you, because that 100 euros in your bank account for some of you literally means I have food next month. I get it. I really do. I really do. I, there was a period in my time where I lived like that also, where that not kind of number was, was almost holy, you know, I should not touch that. Uh, and I get that. I really do. But what you need to realize is that those yearly amounts that are hitting your way, which are kind of unpredictable, like those maintenance of the car things, those need to be paid also. So when you have that 100 euro one month, I would not blow it off. I would not blow it at all, <laughs> actually. Um, I would I would do a, treat that differently. And I want to talk to you about the jar system um, a little bit later on. But I would not go and think like, yay, I got a 100 euros now because next month you're getting your car uh, repaired. Or next month you're, uh, you have to pay your taxes, your income taxes for an entire year. Right, uh, and that could be a pretty large amount, even even if you're broke. That could be a pretty large amount. It doesn't have to be, but it could be. So you need to be prepared for those type of things. So that also means that that 100 euros number in your bank account is not your position uh, for for that you're doing good or that it's the truth or it's 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 real. It's that amount that you can spend. It's perfectly real but it's not the truth in the sense of how your business is or how you are because because of those things that are unplanned and that yeah if you don't track if you don't track your numbers like knowing which which ones are monthly bills which ones are yearly bills but you can pay it monthly and which ones are the unexpected yearly bills you need to know those type of things also so you cannot rely on your bank account. So what can you do? What can you do? Because there's also something like you need to take care of yourself, right? If you only worry and stress about money um, and never allow yourself uh, something like um, going to the beach because it, it takes too much uh, gasoline for your car, for instance then it, it takes your toll on you as a, as a person also. So it, it, it's a very strange uh, balance. You know, you have to know your numbers, like I said. Yeah, it's also, but it's also the way you think, right? And so don't be addictive to when, as soon as you see money, that you can spend it all. So um, try to make a, yeah, I don't know, make, make a, try to save it up, I would, al I would almost say. I would almost say. So the best thing that you can do is try, like I said in the beginning, you know, the the, the 
in the beginning, I mean the podcast uh, in the beginning. Uh, the very f- one of the very first podcast. For know your know your numbers, know what your income is, know what your expenses and which one expenses are predictable. You know the year expense that are spread out, and uh, try to try, at least try to estimate the unexpected yearly expenses, and those amounts that you d- that you have not paid yet because you didn't have that yearly yearly expense yet, uh, but you know it's coming. Um, Save so save those amounts up and put that in in di- I I call it a different jar a di- different bank account a different maybe one account where you can put those uh, numbers in but you need you need to go through those numbers now the ideal way to um, go through life so to speak is is the income that you have yeah there was a guy named uh, H. Bucker, I think his name is, and he wrote about the six jars or the six accounts, so that that you have one account for each purpose uh, or roles or tasks that you have. Right now, right, you have all income coming into one account. Normally speaking, maybe it's not you, but normally speaking, uh, all all money comes into one account, and all the expenses go out of that same one account. But there are if you want to do the game of money right, then you need to divide your income into sep- separate jars or separate bucket or s- buckets or accounts or whatever you want to call it. Um, and 75% of your income roughly is um, se- uh, 75% is roughly is spending money. And the best thing that you can do is try to to bring down expenses that you have the normal expenses so take a take a good look at your expenses is there really something that you need to keep right is there really something that uh for instance uh having a subscription to a magazine that you hardly even look at because you have no time or anything think about quitting that magazine then right why would you have it why would you have just for what status that, oh God, I read uh, the Cosmopolitan or whatever the <laughs> magazine is. Uh, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I would cut out those type of expenses and try to bring it down to 65% of your income. Then you got about 10% I would really set aside for emergencies. Uh, so save it up. Uh, for if you, for instance, you have um, expansion plans with your business, then you need the cash to um, support that so I would I would save that up Uh, 10% is on the low side if you if it's business uh, wise but for emergencies surely because what happens if uh, if your um, you know your washing machine breaks down it's also that kind of unexpected big costs and you go wild over 100 euros and a new washing machine costs about five six hundred or something so uh, those unexpected things. It, you, it's better to have that type of things in a savings account. So take 10% for that. Give 5% away. So uh, contribute to uh, to your surroundings. So they, they we're talking about actual dollars or actual euros. Uh, and reinvest the rest of the money. Now, your spending account, uh, just to st- I said 75%, take it down to 65 also make put a little bit aside for fun, about 10%. That means an evening out. 
that means you know remember what i said it's 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 not just knowing your numbers it's also your psychology sometimes you need you need to break out and have a little bit of fun and don't worry about money and it would be a nice thing if if you have it so if if the if i remember if i repeat uh, the numbers it would be for your spending about 65% of your income for fun about 10% save it up uh, savings account for for emergencies 10% give it away 5% and the rest so that would ma make what 75 85 90 the rest 10% is for uh, for learning or find a way to grow you as a person because what you don't perhaps don't realize is that if you're a business owner then your number one value in your business is you your business drives around what you know and around your vision and around the people that you want to help that means also that also means that you need to keep yourself updated and and do regular courses and stuff so you need to find the money for that too so that i would be i would set that aside because that is the type of money that's the more more the return on investment or the return on learning or whatever you want to call it um, is the type of money that you invest in you in the assets of your company being you your knowledge it's your knowledge and your implementation power that brings in the money so if you go to a course and you paid for it with your hard-working uh, dollars make sure that you implement what whatever they are learning so that you uh, transfer if transfer it into making assets so that your money can make a company so those are the, that's the jar system that I wanna wanna roughly uh, oh there's so much to talk about this uh, in in a way but that's the the jar um, the jar money way that H Bucker um, invented and that uh, someone told me lately and I was thinking about that yeah it, it does make it does make sense but when you are broke of course please only do this when you have a positive cash flow please please. Just make sure you know your numbers first. If you're in the negative, don't go saving up for fun. I know that, that the temptation is high, uh, but I wouldn't do that. Don't give 5% away. You, you can give away other things. You can give away your time. You can give away your love and your um, commitment to help other people. You know, Make it non-intangible instead of the actual dollars when you have, when you need to you know pray that you have bread on your um, on your uh, uh, breakfast for the next morning going into the savings account when you once you save it for emergencies i would say that if you have no money for bread that's an emergency so i wouldn't do that when you are really really broken into the negative cash flow situation but if you are not and you're breaking out of it think about this jar system because this jar system is a way of implementing uh, discipline among yourself that you don't go into the habit of yay i have money i'm going to spend it all on some ridiculous piece of furniture or anything while while there's still uh, you know several bills coming up and then you owe a lot of people a lot of money and then, then comes interest with those uh, with those debts and that's not the kind of situation that you want to be in so the jar system i want to introduce you to that we'll, we'll talk about this uh, more 
Uh, I hope I made it a little bit clear about an option, what you can do uh, when you have a little bit of money and when your cash flow is a little bit more positive. But it, it starts and falls by be deadly honest about what your numbers are. Okay, so don't trust your bank accounts. Trust your jar system. <laughs> All right, this was Ingrid again. Thanks uh, very much for listening, and I'll talk to you some other time. Bye bye.